Bill Mosley, Danielle Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero, Kane Hodder, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, CJ Graham, and you're listening to Dean of Texas. You gotta be fucking kidding. Listeners, this is Nathan with Deep in the Horror Texas. On tonight's special episode, we did a crossover with Travis from Pop Culture Rewind. Uh, in our naivete of doing crossovers, we accidentally forgot to record an intro. So now I have to do this ridiculous thing for you. Enjoy. Hey guys. Hey everybody. How are y'all doing this time? Doing great. We're doing fine, sir. How are you? <laughs> are you getting your microphone fixed? Yes, I'm, I'm fixing it. I like to, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that likes to tweak with the little things during the show. Keep going, people. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Just a fat man <laughs> on the microphone. Yeah, we've been having some issues with this microphone. So if this, we're having problems during the episode, that's, that's why. Should be good now. I've got a foot between me and the mic. You've got to get the foot loose. Um, I just wanted to, you know, get this out and... Maybe talk about some movies, uh, just in time for Halloween, movies that I probably wouldn't normally talk about, but hey, what the hell, right? We've got, um, there's lots of subgenres in horror, and in this particular episode, um, I was going to talk about some ghost movies. Ooh. Ooh. And there was uh, one uh, recent thing I just watched on Netflix recently that got me in the mood to talk about this. Have y'all had a chance to binge Haunting of Hill House? I have. No. No, no. I've started it, two. but that's about as that's about as far as I got. How many episodes are you? Into? Two. Me <laughs> <laughs> too. I watched those. I watched all the season. As soon as I clicked on, I just yeah, binged, yeah. I, this, I it was hooked. I couldn't stop. Yeah, um, it's an amazing series. Uh, if you, even if you're a horror fan or not a horror fan, uh, it's it's a must watch series. Um, I was amazed by just the retelling and the modernization of the uh, story. I mean, it felt familiar, but very different, and it was very welcome, I guess, especially if it being a Netflix series, having it just drop in your lap like that. It was just awesome. It's had two film adaptations. Uh, one we've probably seen, one, I don't know. There's one from The Haunting, uh, 1963. Oh, yeah. And then there was The, the Haunting, 1999, with uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah, that was the one I watched. That was a terrible. Yeah, it was very terrible. Everything, was, every, so everything was actually pretty good about that, but... Um, the main chick, uh, uh, Lillian from, Taylor, uh, Lily, Lily Taylor. Taylor from the, yeah, she was, yeah. uh, she was god awful in that. Everybody else was pretty good, even ah, Lily Wilson. Wow, you're so dominant. Mother, I'm coming. The children, they need me. <laughs> well, the house oh. is such a big character oh. in that film. Well, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be, and, but to and, the point where it's like so like poltergeisty, right? Everything's uh, just moving around like it's, I don't know, it's it's a totally different vibe than what this series oh, is. Oh, yeah, and yeah. for it having an all star cast like Liam Neeson, Owen Wilson, Catherine Zeta Jones, mm -hmm. I mean, all these actors were in that wow. film you expected, and it's done by the director who did uh, Speed. That is one big pile of shit. Uh, Jan de Bont or whoever the heck it is. Was that who did it? Yeah. yeah. So it was like it was a big deal. And for plus, him. it was in the it was in the mid to late nineties. Oh yeah. Where the CGI was it wasn't still, right. Yeah, yeah we weren't there yet. They were doing a lot of that at the time, like uh, you know, the House on Haunted Hill, uh, the Haunting. And I don't know about you guys, but that's where I would I, I would always get confused between the different hauntings. There's Haunting of Hill House, the Haunting. <laughs> uh, I think there was House a on Haunted Hill. There was a, yeah, there's yeah that one in Hell House. I the believe. Legend of Hill House. Yeah. That's so 1973. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that had the uh, the guy who played Peter Vincent from Fright Night. That was a it's a good one. If you I, I dug it out of a pawn shop recently. It's oh, it's a classic. Yeah, but this one was written, directed, basically created for Netflix by Mike Flanagan. Who did? Uh, he's did all kinds of stuff uh, uh, recently. recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, now he's done uh, like Hush. Uh, oh, Oculus. fucking amazing movie. We just talked about Hush. Amazing, amazing movie. Okay. Uh, Before I Sleep, 
Uh, Ouija, the the sequel, the good one. <laughs> oh, the good one. The first one was terrible. The second one was pretty good. Part two was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Gerald's game. Gerald's game was amazing. Is that good? Like, that was so good. Have you I, haven't, seen I haven't seen that oh, one. It, oh, it's it was, great. It's like one of those films that people call like it's unadaptable. Oh, one, of those, yeah. one of Stephen King books like it's unadaptable. It'll never make it into a film. And it's on Netflix now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Premiered on Netflix. Netflix original. Yeah, they, so they they this was like his shoe in. Wait, was Netflix original? I thought it was in the theaters also. No, no. They really so maybe if they did, it was like for festivals and stuff. But as far as I know, Joe's game was as like a as was like it? a public release. Yeah, it was Netflix only. They, they released that in okay. nineteen twenty-two at the same. Thank time. you, nineteen twenty-two, yeah. which is another short from yeah. Full of Dark Stars or something like that. Yeah, that's that anthology really book. good. I haven't seen that. One. That one is Thomas really Jane? good. Thomas Jane, pretty good. Story. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. one was really good. I, I Thomas Jane, I, I like I like a lot of his work, and he does an amazing job on that. Yeah, mm. dude, Thomas Jane's awesome. Yeah, he is the Punisher farmer. <laughs> 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 During this uh, this series, I'm not gonna obviously we're not gonna spoil anything for that that series. Um, you might want to cut Nate's mic now then. <laughs> Don't one, ruin the series. One, one thing I want to talk to you about because we watched the series. Yeah. Hey, fuck off. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Um, I heard a theory, a fan theory, that each one of the children represents a state of uh, um, loss. You had Steve was denial. Mm-hmm. One character was uh, bargaining. Uh, I think it was the. The girl with the the gloves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Nell was acceptance. Luke was what? like everybody was a stage of really. It was okay. it was interesting. It was like wow, and like they they talked about this theory with one of the uh, writers or actors, and they're like, wow, I never thought of the children being a stage of like uh, I think it's loss or something like that. You know where you have denial, right. acceptance, the seven, the seven yeah. stages. And it was cool that the children would represent. There are seven of them. And then I think uh, the one that runs the mortuary, mm-hmm. she was like uh, anger. Shirley, yeah. Uh, Shirley, yeah. Shirley, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Like yeah. the is, if, if you haven't watched the show, watch it. It, I mean, I've never full on cried at a horror film, mm. but this thing had me jumping, scared, uh, tearing up at moments. It was just a beautiful, beautiful. And I it's mean, not like gore or anything like that. No. It's not scary. It's just creepy. Like there's just some of the elements. Uh, Genuine scares, creepiness. There was yeah, there was a couple, is a couple it, of jump scares. Yes. I was like, oh. That, those didn't happen until later on. Oh no. Um, I'm sorry. I got I got like goosebumps when she's dancing. Yes. By herself. Oh yeah. man. There's just moments in that show where I was just like, this is probably one of my favorite Netflix ghost shows. So this is kind of like something that would, instead of like it focusing on trying to gross you out with the grotesque or anything like that, it's more of like, uh, like atmosphere. Atmosphere yeah. kind of like yeah, get definitely. under your skin kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to continue watching then. Oh yeah. It, it gets just, it gets better as the episodes go through. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only like what, 10 episodes. So it's, yeah, ten episodes. I mean, when you imagine it, ten hours. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a perfect show. Yeah. All right, quit talking about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. I've been talking God, to you guys it. about this. I, I would literally text you guys like, I would just all caps. Watch the Hill House. This is amazing. I know. And then my wife caught wind that you wanted us to watch it, and she was like, "You can't continue without me." And I'm like, "Mother <laughs> fuck!" And she gets to, she hey, gets up every day, day at five. So I it's like I haven't been able to start Ozark because my wife isn't ready yet. And when she's ready, we'll watch Ozark. Because I know with your recommendations, it's probably going to be great. But I haven't got a chance. Hey, I had to push back watching Daredevil until I finished Hill House. Oh, really? And, and I'm st- now I'm like on episode nine of Daredevil. And you're like, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. We don't talk about things that Nate hasn't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that uh, today they, they launched a trick-or-treat kind of thing with uh, Netflix? They actually dropped like five shorts. Really? Just Holy random shit, really? five shorts on Netflix. They're supposed to be pretty cool. Like different, like just five minute short films that are like really? oh, another treat from Netflix this awesome October. Fucking like hell. they haven't given us enough, you know. There's a lot of shit that came out. If they would have just given us Hill House, I would have been totally content. Right. But they're like, hell, no. not only Netflix by itself, but like fucking a lot of the streaming services are now dropping shit. Shutter, yeah. I mean, I'm. Yeah, Shutter's Shutter. amazing. What's John? Uh, welcome, John Carpenter <laughs> just released uh, a theme for Shutter now. So you know how like oh, Netflix has a. Yeah. Now, now Shutter's gonna have a John Carpenter music. What's what? I'm a little behind. What's Shutter? Uh, Shutter is um, Netflix the, of horror. It, oh, yeah, okay. pretty much. It's like the Netflix of horror. Uh, it, they do a lot of they do a lot more. Um, I want to say more like B. Oh, is I think more Definitely. kind of like a lot of, a lot of B horror. They have like, a great horror library, but now they're getting into like. The mainstream stuff. Yeah, we're getting closer to made, it. They've been making contacts with original shit mm-hmm. and also acquiring indie stuff that's coming around the festival circuit. So it's like... Well, the thing yeah, that you get over them up a lot was the Joe Bob 24, oh, yeah, Joe the Joe Bob Bob 24 movies with Joe Bob. Um, Shut down the internet. Yeah, no, and now they're doing... They're bringing him back. 
Mm-hmm. And they're also like in talks to start a creep show uh, anthology TV series. Yeah, yeah. series with oh, God, yeah, Greg Nicotero producing. Yeah, please <laughs> get but it. Yeah, yeah Shutter is no, he's too, really he's too busy doing Walking Dead, right? So he can't do anything. Yeah, else. Walking Dead's ah, over. Uh, you heard it here, folks. Lowest <laughs> lowest season opener this yeah. past season. I haven't watched Walking Dead in like five seasons, so I have no fucking idea. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because all right, it's useless so, now, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, back to the episode we're talking about. Yes. Um, all right, so watching uh, Haunting of Hill House, it made me really just want to see other movies and go back and revisit some movies, good and bad, that just focused on like the ghost aspect. Like, not just like, you know, slim, you know, door slamming shut or yeah. furniture flipping around or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking of like the actual ghosts that we see in in the movies themselves. Give us your guidelines. Yeah, go for it. Like, oh, okay, well, we're doing a guessing game. No, no, I like this because this is going to be challenging. This is. Is it? I mean, okay, so you're asking us to cut the corners off the bread. Let's do this. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, like I said, it's a countdown. So ten to one. Mm-hmm. All right. So one being the best, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> so the first one that we're mentioning, like cutting the crust off the heel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's all crust. It's all crust. <laughs> What's wrong with crust? That's all I'm saying. I like it. All right. <laughs> Jeff, keep it together. Sorry. Come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> all right, so 13 ghosts. Okay. That And the reason that I was thinking about that is because you do see a lot of ghosts in there, and they're mm-hmm. all just, like, I kind of said it before, like, this, this, Thank you, Jeff. They're visceral. They're <laughs> they're, they're they're messed up. They're, they're messed they're, up. They're they have different, different yeah, distinct totally. designs mm-hmm. and characters of themselves, like the Juggernaut. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and when I mention these movies, did y'all want to talk about Thirteen Ghosts? Yeah. Uh, anything anything that stands out from those uh, movies? The Juggernaut. Thank God. Oh my God, Juggernaut! I'm gonna rip you in half now. The Juggernaut was creepy as shit. For it was, film. wasn't it, I, dude? Well, with this being like the ghost house kind of resurgence and mm-hmm. stuff, and they had the production company that was putting those out back, 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 back. Right. Uh, seeing fucking the dude from Scream. Give me a Matthew Luder. Yeah, Matthew Punk. Uh, dude, he was it's amazing. It's going to be a Scream. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, <laughs> he was fun in that. The whole cast was good, except I couldn't name one person in that cast except Matthew Lillard and mm-hmm. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. That's it. I agree. And Same way. But what... The the idea of it, that glass house, the way everything moved, mm-hmm. oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, my when I was actually, I just recently. You, you were working at Cinemark when this. Yes, I was. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's how old I am. So, <laughs> thanks for bringing back memories. Right. Yeah. Um, so, the, the, when I, I just recently revisited that movie, and one thing that stood out to me, I, I wish they would have spent more time just developing like the, the ghosts themselves yeah. because the movie opens up they've already captured the ghosts pretty much I yeah. think they captured the, the juggernaut is the last one they're captured yeah I the think beginning. the juggernaut was the last one that they yeah did. but we and then by the time we get to the house and we start seeing these ghosts and what they're doing we barely like just see they're ethereal they're yeah. just moments and glimpses that the main characters aren't seeing that we they have see to put, they have to put the glasses on yeah and that's the only time we get glimpses of the ghosts and that's, that's a fun idea yeah, and, and the thing is, I believe that the makeup company was Greg Nataro's. Oh, uh, KMB? Yeah. Oh, wow. That that company did that. Really? KMB? That's awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I didn't know that. So, it's they could have done much more. I mean, they obviously had the talent yeah, to, no, to make the designs. Did. Oh, yeah. I just wish they would have spent more time to where when the time comes when they reveal the ghost, like we know... Like what? Oh, that, that, that's the that's the bride, or that's the the sacred the the, the, angry, the angry princess. Yeah, all mm-hmm. that shit. The was, naked chick. That was, was awesome. Yeah. She was gorgeous. Yeah, she was like the <laughs> Tim Burton chick. Oh, man, yeah, she was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Nate, um, any input? Not on that movie. <laughs> what? No, no, no. That's spectacular a, that's, tits. That's Nothing another, like that. That's a number ten for a reason, sir. Those are slashed up. It's not a very good like. No, it doesn't no, no. hold up very well. Like the the, the direct the direction of that movie is just terrible. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's just no, the no, bad editing and everything. Yeah, it, like it was a good one off. I, I couldn't imagine it going anywhere else than other than just being what it was at that time for horror people. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, that's it, it, was really a, it. it was a popcorn. It's not scary. Best. Yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't too scary, but it did have that cool effect of hey, these this glass has these curses on it that keeps these people at bay and trapped concept. in this house. Yeah. yeah, it was a really cool concept. And and the twist at the end, I really didn't even fucking see until it happened. Yeah. You know, with the dad actually trapping everybody. Very Casper like ending. Yes, very much. I, I wish, that's what I thought. I wish Casper. Christina Ritchie was in this. <laughs> Can I keep you? It's no problem. It's like no problem whatsoever. 
piece of cake, piece of crumb cake. If it was black snake, if that's your number yes. ten, I'm curious where we're going from here because that's, that's going to be really yeah, we're going to climb a mountain top. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> this is kind of all over the place, but you know no, what? It's okay. It is what it is, right? So exactly. Um, next movie I have is Mama. <laughs> Never Mama. saw it. Never saw it. Oh nope. my gosh! We saw that one in the theater, oh, yeah, and did. I remember coming out of that spoiler, I guess, like the ending of the movie with uh, it's beautiful. I was not. I don't think you know either one of us expected uh, the ending. Jessica Chastain, yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. fucking goth bass player. Fucking oh, she was hot. Yeah, she was. She was gorgeous. Oh, she's. It's is. weird seeing her back in a role like that now. Like yes. you go back and watch that movie. Like it's weird seeing her in a role like that. But, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, there's a. I guess a twist ending, sort of. Not really a twist ending, but just unexpected ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with what happens to one of the kids. Yeah. Um, and with uh, director Andy Muschietti, who did, who went on to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, isn't this also the one with Javier Bertin? The uh, no, that's no? Mother. That's mother. Oh, that's Mother. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, it's a great Javier Bardem. Yeah, I didn't see that one. He's not Spanish. That's great. Is it? I've never heard anybody say that. I <laughs> I love the shit out of it, but then again, it's Darren Aronofsky. So, yeah, I'm a sucker for Aronofsky film. Clearly. Mm. Have you seen Noah? Fantastic. Russell Crowe is Noah? That was magic. It was like Lord of the Rings and, you know, other fantasy stuff. Please continue. Okay. Thank All you, right. Nathan. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ouija. Or- origin, of, uh, origin of Evil. Did again, y'all? again, yeah. this one uh, written directed by Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House. And if you watch the movie, uh, there's four actors in that movie that are in Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, uh, both uh, both Shirley's the young and old Shirley. Um, Theo, uh, she's in that movie. She's in the opening scene. And the little girl from Annabelle Part Two. Yeah, um, who comes on everything now. Lulu, Will- yeah, she's got everything. a resume on her. She's man. like everything horror. She just gets tagged into. And uh, Elliot from uh, ET, he's in there too. <laughs> It's all. It's always great to see these uh, directors pull like old contacts to be able to pull into these oh, other movies. I like it. Know? Yeah, all, I'm sorry. It shows that there's a nice little network there. Yeah. When the guy who plays Elliot from ET played young Timothy Hutton, like I was just like fist in the air, like this is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Like, back on, was, on on Hill House, yeah, that was great on Hill House. Um, did did any of the the going back to Hill House for a second because mm-hmm. it's such a good show. You fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Did, what about the, the casting between the young and the old? Oh, it was perfect. All, all for all of them? perfect. Okay. I just saw, like, as the girls grew up, all you saw was the mom. And it was just like, it brought a tear to your eye. Yeah. But seeing Nell being that fragile young youth, even when she was little to when she got older, it was just like perfection mm-hmm. the whole time. And seeing little Luke to old Luke, it just broke my fucking heart every episode with Luke. It was like... Yeah, such a, you could see the tragic... That, that, that innocent fucking little kid going the dumbwaiter down... Mm-hmm. To what he would end up being, it was just yeah. like man, my like I said, goosebumps. I was like, magic. So we should, we should, okay. yeah. could a whole episode on that. Show. Hill House <laughs> is a magic. <laughs> we might be going back to that here. In the yeah. Day. Okay. Um, all right. So next one on my list, um, surely all of us could talk about this one, and it's not really a, a straight up horror movie per se, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's got the ghost with the most. Um, I had to put Beetlejuice oh. in this list. So, because you see some, you see some shit in this movie as yeah, far yeah, as the yeah. designs, the designs of all the uh, the ghosts and whatnot in this movie. I love the, uh, Beetlejuice is a classic, and yeah. what's funny yeah. is we would get later in American Horror Story Murder House season one. It was very a la goth adult Beetlejuice story, mm-hmm. which is if you watch it and you decipher it when you get to the last episode, you're watching Beetlejuice. It's weird, but I've kind of come to that fruition of like understanding. Or appreciation of American Horror Story, uh, but Beetlejuice in itself, it gave us this ghost world that I never knew we needed. Sandworms. Yeah. <laughs> I hate <them> myself. <laughs> yeah, Beetlejuice was definitely a really good one. The special effects, just in general, just the makeup, uh, you know, with uh, Alec Baldwin's character mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, that one that freaked me out as a kid, but goddamn, I love that movie. Yeah, and it's and it's not like special high tech or anything like that. No, it's special all effects, and it holds up. I think over time, it I does. think it does. It, the, the practical effects are there's a timelessness to it. I think not a whole lot of technology was in it, so you could really just animation, just stop motion, stop. Well, like what I mean by technology, you don't see them running around with like cell phones and shit like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You can't really put a timestamp as to where it is. Maybe by the clothes. And I think but that's, even then, I think that's kinda, not even. I mean, they're they're stuck in a house. Mm-hmm. So between the time where they died and where the Maitlands move in, mm-hmm. it's not expressed, but a lot of fucking time has gone by because mm-hmm. their ha- whole house is remodeled completely. Yeah. So it's like 
the only no. kind of timestamp we have on that is the car that they yeah uh, the, the, yeah that goes that's over it. The I drive an older car. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And that's that's the that's the beauty of uh, Tim Burton films. Mm-hmm. It's like he, he always puts a timelessness on it to where you don't you can't really pinpoint it to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at Batman. Batman is a perfect example of that. Like, I think, tell me what year Batman takes place. You can't. Nineteen eighty nine. I think the only time. I think the only time Batman ever like had like a timestamp, or at least the Tim Burton ones, is in Returns when he pulls out that CD and he's like, "You gotta admit, I played this stinking city like a harp from hell." <laughs> right. Oh, and like, yeah. He like DJs it for yeah, a second. Yeah. Kids that's the only other. time. What is that? That is yeah, because other than that, it's just like TV monitors and shit that he's looking at. That's, that's pretty yeah. much it. it. Anyways, we're here for your daughter, Chuck. Move forward. Uh, the one thing that I'm just terrified about Beetlejuice is that they're, they've they been planning it for years yeah. as a sequel. Yeah. Beetlejuice in Hawaii. Don't do it. The Grudge. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, uh, rid- like, Japanese or the American? Either one, really. I mean, directed by the same guy. I mean... Yeah, but um, it, just really <laughs> it just depends on like. Well, for me, like I didn't care for the Grudge, but I loved Juon. Like because okay. those were like my favorites. Yeah, Juon was probably the the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that came out all the way two thousand two. Juon the Grudge was mm-hmm. just like, wow, like yeah. fuck, that was terrifying. Yeah, and it played better with the uh, that stupid whatever. I can't do it. Yeah, what he was just doing. Get that man some alka <laughs> immediately. That but, was magic. Dude, like where the kid's head's up real high in the yeah. closet and drops down, I was just like, I'm done. I just shot <laughs> pee in my pants. And, and that, that was the kickoff. That's off. not butter in your popcorn, sir. <laughs> when that kicked off all the remakes for all that shit, it really... Uh, it stuck something in my side because the originals were so. We well, knew it was going to happen eventually. Yeah, the Grudge, yeah. Premonition, the, the Eye, Eye, Gothica, Ring. I think, yeah, Ring. Like, yeah, you knew the moment that those like foreign horror movies came up, and that was, was a fad for a while too. I mean, oh, it was yeah. nonstop for a while. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, uh, I'm to be honest, I'm more familiar with the U.S. version. Yeah, um, I've. I, uh, seen the original one like once, but, <laughs> but the originals are the, the originals are really good. Those were I actually picked up on the originals before the Hollywood oh, remakes okay, came you. out. Yeah, because um, yeah, I had all those on DVD. This as they were Michelle Geller, right? Yeah, yes. this one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always get them. Fuck, I always get like, them all fucking spun around. The yeah. one that always get the one that always got me with Juon. I can't remember if it was two or three. Is whenever they're going down the car, and it's the husband and wife. They're talking. And the husband's talking to her, and the camera keeps coming back, and he looks back, and the kid is between mm. her legs holding her knees. And it's like, because <laughs> <laughs> he opens his mouth, and, like, and they like veer off. And it's okay, like I would have so punched my own dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Now, by this time, by this point, like any anybody that's watched horror movies for a long time should know anytime the camera starts panning back and forth yeah. between something, oh, yeah. get ready for something. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But to like junior high, high school, I can't remember when I got it, but to <clears throat> me, I was like, this is fucking insane. <laughs> Jesus. But just the uh just the the design aspect of of the ghost of the the kids. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, just so original and unique. But so original, but simple, unique. but yeah. simple, you know? Exactly. So fucking simple. Simple is always better. Mm. I've always found that in horror. When, Just you like, get, when you get too fucking crazy, it, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You know what's funny? The only thing I can say is that the difference is that I watch Ringu, and mm-hmm. I prefer the ring. And the reason mm-hmm. I prefer the ring is because Gore Verbinski has an eye that only Spielberg, Spielberg could like match. Because like, Gore Verbinski is like, great. Like If you ever see the, uh, the, the most recent film he did with the... Uh, Pirates. No, the kid that goes the kid that goes to the same sound. Uh oh, fucking cure for wellness. Dude, yeah, that's, that's beautifully shot. That's, that's confusing as fuck though. Yeah, it's like a lot it's, well, that's like uh the uh, Stutter Island, Shutter Island. Uh, it's like people will be like, I don't like that movie. Like, fuck, I think it's magic. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I look at that and I just cream. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. Shutter Island and Cure for Wellness, did they ever did that Alamo Jeff House is like a, a fucking a, a double bill? I'd go to that. I would go to that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I would go just see Shutter Island just because that is so saturated. Like it is, the greens are popping green. I mean, the blues are the deep cobalt blue. The score for fucking Shutter Island. Um, another classic movie, not really horror, um, unless you have a, you could define it as one. But Ghostbusters. 
Not the sequel, obviously, because that's more comedy than. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> so yeah, Ghostbusters. I mean, come on. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, Ghostbusters. It, you you can't like anytime you talk about ghost movies, that's always going to be the one that's somewhere in that list. Are you somewhere. yourself, Ralph, menstruating right now? Those are the quiet ones. But, I, dude, I love both of them. I think I think both are fucking classic. Yeah, like the original gets like all the. I don't know the, the glory, the but, but the second one's just as good. I I really enjoy Vigo the Carpathian. Uh, I love that nerdy dude who who's the handler for Vigo. I don't see Peter Nichols. Hello. Oh, is the baby? The, ooh. Oh, she, I she, she's sleeping. I would. <laughs> she's sleeping. Oh, he's so great. Okay. The fun is over. <laughs> the happiness is left. <laughs> no. He's joking. He's joking. Okay. But uh, no, but on the the Good opening scene of uh, <laughs> of the first Ghostbusters, that librarian. Yes, oh, that librarian. This, I mean, dude, the lions out front of that building scared me when I was a kid. I was just like, what is this with that music? Mm -hmm. Oh, forget it. Yeah, the entire library scene, mm -hmm. and I was just like terrified at six years old of this movie. As far as the as the ghost factor, like, oh, dude, yeah. the whole Zool grabbing Dana and sucking her into the the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> like. That was terrifying to me. And that's one of the reasons I had to mention on this list. At oh, some yeah, point. definitely. Um, okay, but moving on to the next one, Crimson Peak. The visuals yeah. of the of the spirits and the ghosts in the, in the, the practical, house. The, that merger between practical effect and CG was just, to me, perfect on that one. The, the first, the like the opening, like, not the first, uh, about the first 20 minutes into it, we get that first glimpse of the, the, the old lady, mm -hmm. uh, the spirit. When she comes, like, through the hallway, she shuts the door, and she comes through the door. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. That was Don't tell me you don't jump in that. I love it. That's why I'm glad. Like, I went to Alamo for that one. But just the, the some of them, nice. like, coming through the floors, and mm -hmm. it's, like, crawling on the floor. Yeah. And this the the red, like, design, the mm -hmm. colorization of and them. And that's the, the guy that does all this shit for Record and It. He did the... Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's the same actor. He just does great work. Yeah. Um, so I think th that movie goes on the radar quite a bit, but I mean, it's... I think it's underappreciated. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that one's on my radar for sure. Like, I think... Hell, it even had a beautiful Mondo poster for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Daniel, I don't have Danger, Daniel Danger, the mm -hmm. Crimson Peak. I haven't that seen that one, great. but I would imagine, I would imagine it was gorgeous. Good, yeah. Yeah, like it was this. a gorgeous post. Yeah, it was very, it was very much like that. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they don't know what I'm talking about. But. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's very reminiscent of the Hannibal poster that we have sitting back there. By Daniel Danger. Yeah. There you go. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Google. Yeah, Google it. Uh, anything else about that movie you want to? Guillermo del Toro knocked it out of the park. Yeah. It would be like the film he did before he would do Shape of Water and win a fucking Oscar. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he was on the right. Again, just the visual, the visualizations of that Beautiful. movie, just the color of the when you when you're walking through the house and you see like the greens and the reds oh, mixed yeah. together. It's just and I think uh, Sirsha, uh forget her name, Sirsha something. Yeah, she does a great job in that. Yeah. Um, okay, next one on my list, I got to mention uh, The Shining. Yes, you can't forget that one. <laughs> and we a hush fill of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a that's the film that came out in Ready Player One, right? Mm -hmm. that was, <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was that one B movie. Now, right? That was that one B movie that got that got announced with that old guy. B has... movie, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. A starter car. <laughs> it's a finishing car. This is, dude. That's oh, like slapping man. it down. But it, I mean, there's a lot of obviously non-ghosts. Uh, I moments think, in that, but I mean, if you think about it, there are some. The, if the you ghost ever moments. want to see a haunted hotel, I think Kubrick yeah. made a very beautiful landscape mm. for a retelling of just that. the visuals of everything. Yeah. One of the things I was thinking of was the uh, the bathtub, yeah, the bathtub, oh, yeah. the bathtub, the bathtub with that lady. Yeah, that, was it. that one stands out as far as the, the, the ghost moments. Yeah, yeah. eeriness. Ghost oh, hey, naked lady. Oh, the girls just hang. <laughs> just the girls when yeah. when uh, the boy would go around the corner, Danny would just come around the corner, right, tricycle, right. just like that. <gasps> Mm. I mean, that was just like, that's just pure terror. Hell, those girls were at, uh, well, they're not girls now. Texas they were at Texas Frightmare a couple of years back, oh, and yeah. um, they redid those lines, and they stood there, held hands, and looked into the crowd, and it just, it was still off-putting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. And that's what people don't understand. If you love the novel, <clears throat> read the novel, enjoy the novel. Mm. If you want a retelling of the novel, Kubrick did a great. Well, I was going to actually ask that. Um, 
What were like the big differences between the two, if any? Oh, oh God, like, Stephen King fucking hated this movie. Well, the the he's whole his, his, the one he hates the most, like yeah. his, the least favorite. And movie it's either. because Kubrick uh, fired a couple shots across the bow uh, of Stephen King. He like, uh, you know, Stephen King like had this release party, and then was like, oh yeah, my new book's coming out, The Shining, and then Kubrick can. It was in the contract that King got the first script, and Kubrick laughed at it and threw the script away and then said, I've got a real American writer to do it. And the uh, the woman, I forget her name, that, that does the screenplay for this. I, I have to look it up, which I'm not going to. Um, but uh, he, that was the first shot across the bow. Then the film took like over a year and a half to f- film and edit. And then like finally two years later, it got released. So he just, he made Stephen King look like a fool. So he basically had the rights to make the movie, but no... Um, yeah, I mean the studio consent. I guess well, I, I think if he would have did a direct direct like from the book to the film with Kubrick would nail down it. The book is his own thing. Yeah, and yeah. having those certain beats that the book has, I don't think it would ever play right. What about uh, the sequel coming out, the Doctor Sleep? Because um, that's going to be interesting because that's following the book, not the movie. Right? There's a yeah. small chapter at the very end that ties into the original uh-huh. Shining. Yeah, but as far as Doctor Sleep, it's his own. It's his own monster. Hmm. Uh, what the the future of Danny is uh, it's it's bleak and it's rough, but it's a good story. But this is very very different from The Shining. This is like Danny having to deal with his power and meeting other people with his power yeah. and dealing with psychic vampires. If that doesn't put you off of what the original Shining <laughs> psychic was, psychic vampires yeah. exactly. What? There's, try, there's like a, to get the there's power. a caravan of fucking gypsies that are psychic vampires, and all they do is they feed off of people that have the Shining. They 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 drink red rum. They. Drink red rum. No, um, that's a good way of putting it. Because that's literally what they do. They look huh. for people that have the shining and they drink off of that. So this is we're down to the last two. Okay. All, All right. right. So number two on the list, Conjuring. Oh, that's that man. Hello. That's that man. And actually, in, talk in, to me. Talk I'm to actually, me. Hold on, let me get comfortable. Let on get my, comfortable. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me look right at you. There on my <laughs> on my list here, I have deep into your eyes. <laughs> I now have listed the Conjuring universe because oh. you could. I mean, everywhere. Yeah, mainly because yeah. of the nun. I didn't look, care too much for the nun, but it I does have some good visuals to the uh, to the side stories. Yeah, because like after like how badly or how badly panned Annabelle was, I didn't. I was like, I don't know if I want to get into that. And if it's not uh, James Wan directing it, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a little weary. Yeah. Um. But going back to the con, the, just the conjuring, conjuring itself, though, yeah. that's. Uh, that is my go-to like Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. like I've, I've ever since it's a new the movie came out. Oh yeah, I'll for me it much. definitely is. Like every Halloween, it's it's somewhere in my catalog of what to watch leading up to Halloween, if not on Halloween. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I'm telling you, the one of the the biggest for me, the biggest like you know jump moments, I guess, would be. Um, no. no, not even that. No, fuck. The, the <laughs> hanging the oh, where it's above the, the closet. Yes, that one. I where it's like above that. the closet. Oh, the all closet one. Yeah, oh closet. my god, dude. Oh, oh, now I do remember when I was in the theater the for the first time with a crowded theater. Um, when the girl wakes up and she's like, she says she can see it, and she's like freaking out. Yeah, it's behind her. And yeah. then it like, sh- and the door slams shut. Mm-hmm. Dude, the whole audience, I remember, just lost their shit. Yeah, because I, I, I remember what happened. We were actually supposed to watch that movie together, but I didn't get the memo as to what theater. Uh, I went to the wrong theater, what? so I ended up yeah, watching Ralph, that movie by myself. Ralph we were getting, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, Jeff, stop it. Okay. Um, I, I, Ralph well, thought we were going to drive 30 miles to his theater. I thought, like, they said Cinemark. I was like, okay, Cinemark Webster, because that's the nicer so you, theater of the two. Okay. Mm-hmm. They yeah. ended up going to Cinemark Pasadena. Trash and board. so I was. I ended up sitting in a theater Good by popcorn. myself in the middle, like directly in the middle. So by I'm yourself. like, yeah, by myself. It was funny. See what in, friends in, I have in theaters when that that damn uh, hand came out of the darkness and did the. I heard this girl scream really fucking loud, and I realized it was myself. <laughs> <laughs> and what's even funnier because I, I got a funny story with that. For the next month, anytime I would hang out with Nate, I'd wait till he wasn't really toy. He wasn't like. He was like in the zone on something. And I go, I'd just come up behind him. <laughs> Fuck you, Ralph! I didn't like that clapping, dude. Like, he I hated you know, it for a month. And that's the thing is, I'm actually, um, even though I like The Conjuring, I'm actually a bigger Ed and Lorraine Warren fan. Yeah. I, I read a lot of their books, uh, three of them. Um, I think there's six, but I, I read three. One of the things that make it, makes this movie so good is the fact that th- you have the characters, the Warrens, mm-hmm. who 
hold these movies together, I think. Yeah. Um, even in the second movie, too. Well, that's the problem that I have with the second movie. A big, big problem. Because they yeah. were one of the people that lay, labeled it a, a falsity. A hoax. A hoax, yeah. yeah. And so they were literally there for, I think, eight hours total. Yeah. And they, and they claimed it a hoax. The guy... Oh, uh, for the, are you talking about the case or on, on the second? Yeah, the uh, second the, case. Um, <laughs> you said for the uh, totally sideswipe me. The uh, part two, yeah, case. the part two fuckers, the British people. Yeah, the, yeah, the, ones the guys over, over on the other side of the pond. <laughs> Those guys. <laughs> no, but the guy, the guy who was the the biggest instrument was the guy in the movie that called Ed and Lorraine. Mm. That guy actually documented all of that and and was there the whole time. So and for them to kind of steal his thunder for that movie, I I was kind of pissed off about. Although I was. Really looking forward to them telling the Amityville story. Yeah, that would um, which they told in ten minutes in the beginning. I was yeah. like, "Wow, oh, that's kind of a waste." But it man, is. that was a good part. That, the, Conjuring two, I saw in the theaters, and he almost shit himself whenever they started showing yeah, the whenever Amityville that, whenever horror that, stuff. Whenever, yeah, dude. As soon as it said Amityville, I was mm-hmm. like, <gasps> "It's it's happening! It's, it's going to be the Amityville story." And then it was like over. But during that scene when that nun came out, mm, yeah, yeah, I yeah. literally had to look down. <laughs> I'm yeah, in this giant theater, and I'm just like, Dip. tell me when it's Dip. over. <laughs> he, he did not like every time the nun popped up on the screen. He was looking down. I didn't like it. I didn't like like he oh. was examining his kneecaps. Yeah, the, the part the multiple part, times, the multiple part, times, the part where they're in Ed's office and the painting is there and the lights go out and then you see I was the just shadow like, son yeah. of a bitch. Oh, that was <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> like I had to keep looking away. Well, t- I mean, t- I mean, to their credit, to your credit and everything, it's just um, that is a creepy ass design for that nun. It was oh, gorgeous. Valak was yeah. beautiful, and for them yeah. to screw it up with the nun, really. Hey. Well, that was a choice that you know. And that could and that stuff. movie could have been so good. It could, well, it really it's, could it's like they they get something good and they rush it, and that's the problem they had with Annabelle. In Annabelle, but then Jeff told me Annabelle two was something. It's special. great. So, Annabelle two Annabelle is, two is magic. Yeah, yeah that's it. what that's what shocked me. Both of y'all said because the uh, the epilogue being the yeah prequel yeah. to fucking Annabelle one was just like yes they wrapped up everything and they gave you a stinger at the end of Annabelle two of mm. the nun. So I was like Jesus. Yeah, freaking what? It's genius. I Good mean, they, they, wow. gave you, they gave you a stinger that led you to Hill House because I know this is where the hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, I wish. I wish. Actually, the actress that was in that movie <laughs> was. In Hill House she was. She was the one that. Yeah, she's the one that hung out with the handicapped. This kid. could be uh, a six degrees of separation. Oh of, my god! Uh, Everything goes back to Hill House. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, this is, I think this is what you based your list off. It of, was all sorry. part of my plan the whole time. Uh, you just my, wanted an episode of Hill House. Anybody that likes uh, Conjuring Two needs to give a BBC show uh, the Infield Haunting. That that's a great um, a double feature thing. I want to say that's I, I want to say that was on Netflix because I remember watching it. Somewhere. Gotcha. Um, it has one of the actors that comes out in Harry Potter, but those are three episodes that are just mm-hmm. perfect. It was a real. It, that's how I actually first encountered the Infield Haunting, and then I watched the Conjuring Two. So it was a nice way of like. Oh, like Nate said, like part two was kind of a joke because it wasn't that, but it was neat to see have the true, like a more truer, in depth idea yeah. of what the story was, and then seeing the Conjuring and being like the Hollywood version <laughs> of what it what could be. Yeah, I, I just wish they'd stick to more Ed and Lorraine stories. <laughs> Perfect. Let's see. Thank you, Robert England. Everybody, go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Next, <laughs> do the you've got the was it you got the brains I've got the body, right? Yeah, uh, no, you got the body I got the brains. You've got the touch. Fuck <laughs> 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 off! Uh, it makes your real now. It makes your real laugh not cool. I know, really. Like, can you dub that every time it's I like start laughing? <laughs> Satan. I like to take long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Let's go. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. All right, so we're going to your number one now. My final thoughts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so number one. I had, Well, before that, I did have some honorable mentions. Oh, oh okay. Unless you, oh, okay. okay. Let's no, go. no, what you got? What Can you I got? add to these? Yeah. Yes. We're going to round table right here, right? So, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you may. Yes. Do you want to go first, Nathan? No, uh, go ahead. Okay. So, it's kind of quick hits Go for it, Nathan. (laughs) Uh, Patrick Swayze (laughs) and Ghost. (laughs) That's my number one. That is number one. Dude, that that is the steamiest clay molding scene I've ever seen in my life. That film. But those little fucking demon things that come up and fucking come at you, I didn't like it. You see the twinkle? Yeah. 
Dude, that's actually a scary fucking flick. I, we'll know, go back to it. We'll go back to it. Okay. <laughs> go for it. Uh, what Lies Beneath. I think that is a fucking fantastic Underrated? movie. Underrated? No, I'm, that... that blew up oh, like that's like that was, well, that was the ghost movie that everybody in this world talked about there for like 2002 or whenever the fuck it came out for a weekend yeah yeah everybody was just like <laughs> it fucking scared me it was like Mission Impossible and then boom Harrison Ford with Michelle Pfeiffer dude it was two great actors on the screen doing Perfect. wonderful acting and a great script minimal well, Robert Zemeckis right yeah I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is amazing God, I don't want to do an episode just all Zemeckis I'm not going to lie I I whenever I saw that I movie when I saw like the poster <laughs> yeah. for that movie I thought it was just a drama Really? Yeah. yeah. And did you watch it and be like, no? Nope. I you still haven't watched, watched it. it. You haven't oh, seen fuck. it? Oh my god! Uh, right back in your kind of like how kind of like how that was. That was, was saying that he never saw a fish called Wanda. That was the Conjuring before the Conjuring. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, okay. uh, what lies Write that down. That's, mm. a, that's, <laughs> a, that's a nice. That's a nice way of putting it. It's a good, good ghost movie. Yeah, yeah it's terrific. It was uh, shocking when I fuck. I think I was uh, 2000. So I was 18. 2002. It I think, scared me when I was 18. 2002. I was in. Yeah. I was a sophomore in high school. I was not alive. Oh wait, I was. Just 1990, <laughs> sir. It was 2000. You're right. Our host is 15 years old. <laughs> we didn't know how to work a computer. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, I mean, the fog. Come on. The fog is a perfect ghost story. Is it a ghost story? Fuck. Yeah. It's people coming back from the dead to fucking they're, reclaim. Like they're your... made out of fog. You're only putting that on. <laughs> they're pirates. They're ghost pirates, you're only putting the <laughs> You're only putting the fog on there because Adrian Barbeau's in it. God, it bless her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I've also... Like, the sign of the cross. <laughs> you know, a movie that actually scared me also fairly, I don't know if it's recently, what, what was the year for it? Not not too long ago. Uh, I really, Woman in Black put me on edge on some parts. Ooh, it wasn't like an overall great. Daniel Radcliffe going yeah, back to Hammerhorn. It had some fucking stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah I was thinking about that one, but I couldn't really remember, because I saw it, but I couldn't remember anything about it. I, I mean, watched part one too. You know, I can't say great things about it, but part one did have a rhythm creepy element. Like, did it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, had, it had that creepy element to it. Uh, another one, Stir of Echoes. That is fantastic that ghost story. That is one of my favorites. It's like, fantastic easily. ghost story. I, I, that, is, that, for some reason, is timeless because it's like, it doesn't hit old. No. And no. Kevin Bacon's manic performance in that movie. I know. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I, 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 I had to get the goddamn water main, but I, I, I broke up the like whole Like, he doesn't floor. stop. He just <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> What's he tell the kid? The kid. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's trying to get the get the kid to show. Just show you what you got. Hey, step out of it. What's the problem? <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that scene. She's all, stop it. <laughs> I love that yeah, scene. Yeah, dude, that whole movie gives me chills. The, the Where he's floating in the theater and his, his psychosis dream, like, that, she's putting the pen and again, Fuck me. That would be a great, great double movie. feature for Six Sense. Like, yeah. Those two films, perfect. Dude. Get out of here. And then, yeah. of course, Six Sense, which we, oh, yeah. we already talked about earlier. But, or you um, get Hollow Man. That's no. Kevin Bacon slapping into you. Oh. <laughs> hmm, salty. <laughs> and then another one that, I, you know, it, uh, it's a video game adaptation. It was, I remember it was fa- fairly w- re- well received was a, a Silent Hill. Oh, I, I, I Ooh, fucking love yeah. that movie. Dude. So yeah. That, that'd, be like, cue, that'd be like some on my Cue list. the Silent Hill noise. Yeah, that, that Man, was I good. I forgot so about that one. I, love I, it. I, I would flip coins with where those would land in my list, you know, and there's probably a couple more, hey, but that would be some Were there ghosts in that movie, or is it just like demonic shit? Well, she's dead. Like, that's... Oh, God, when the story she's scene, dead? When that fucking kind of choir sounded... And like the fucking yeah. bed posts up with all the barbed wire. Mm. Oh man, that movie is. Dude, Triangle Head fucking used to fuck oh, me up. Oh, yeah. fucking skin at the door. Or the guy in the bathroom, he's all. Ah! Oh god. I think it bits ah! that. The pedophile <laughs> yeah. I get that mixed up with uh, the sequel. Oh yeah. yeah. Revelations. Revelations. Something like I, I saw Revelations once and I was just I like, I was own, let down by I it. I still own it in 3D because yeah. it's beautiful in 3D. That carousel scene. That's that probably fucked me up. See, I just remember visuals of both movies, and I get them mixed up between what, which one is which. And that had fucking what's his name from Game of Thrones before he became like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I can't remember. I always space the chick's name, but she's you know from uh, Pitch Black and whatnot. Oh yeah, God, I can't ever. Yeah, remember she's gorgeous. She's amazing. But she, she she's played, in both of them, right? She yeah. played that. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, she's in the same one. She's in Pitch Black and she's in. Oh no, Silent no, no, no she's Revelations. in Revelations. Oh, she's she in both, in Revelations. No, I thought I thought the same chick was in both movies. It's like Aranda. What's her? Uh, name? No, no, no. The uh, uh, Vargas. The, the main character in Silent. Are you? We're talking about the main character. Yeah, no, the chick. The, right. The, they're two different people. Um, uh, because the Rada Mitchell. There you go. The uh, you. the girl. The the one in the second or. Yeah, the, the one in the girl. second movie is the grown up version of the girl from the first movie. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking um, of. Because. Mm-hmm. 
I need to revisit for, these fucking movies. For me, the, those movies I didn't really <laughs> care for too much, but it's because yeah, I played the yeah. game. Uh, another one, Candyman is a ghost story. Not really. It's, yeah, Candyman's mm. dead. He's a ghost. That comes back when you say I his name. I kind of see that more as a slasher, though. It is a slasher, but it's also the subject, Candyman. He is dead. He died in the 1800s. It's Pocahontas. It is Bloody Mary mixed with a little Pocahontas. You are correct. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll allow it. Harry, <laughs> Harry. So let's hear your uh, honorable mentions. There it goes. All right. So you've actually actually named a few of them. Uh, I had Stir of Echoes on there. I had The Fog in there. We uh, did, we mentioned Six Sense earlier. Gotcha. Um, Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship was great. We were just talking about that the other day. Just for the opening scene alone. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh that was like everybody. About. Everybody always gave me shit for liking that movie when I was growing up. I was like, this is an entertaining movie, and they're like, Very no, much. that movie's fucking garbage. No, the massacre at the beginning of that movie is beautiful. Fun, right? And the the top of the fucking captain's head. What? Yeah, with the little girl from Lemony Snicket's and uh, uh, what's that weird dance movie where she's in an insane asylum? Yeah, Gungam style. No, not at all. What the fuck? <laughs> um, the, the the what movie? The what? The movie where she's like trapped in her own head. She's oh, in uh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's she's great actor. Pucker sucks. The problem where they went wrong Sucker with that punch. movie is they did not get rid of the blonde guy. He's horrible. And there was one other guy that was really fucking annoying. And they uh, hold kept on, well, these hold on, idiots let me, let me until the very end. Sucker Punch or no, Ghost Ship? Ghost, okay, cool. It was like <laughs> I got a little lost there like, for a minute. No, it was like the blonde-haired guy. That, I was going to ask the same questions. Okay. Always uh, <laughs> that was piloting the sh- the you know was the captain or whatever. He was the pilot of Gabriel Byrne. The- no, 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 no. Is he blonde? Is he blonde, sir? <laughs> what about the Frighteners? A wonderful movie. Oh man, I remember seeing that in theaters. I think it was overrated, but it was was very more comedy than well, straight up comedy. Yeah, it was comedy. It's like fun. I vaguely remember, but I remember it being more comedy than horror. Yeah, no, it was entertaining. What about Evil Dead? I mean, those are ghosts. Those are deadites. They're They're, demons. Demons and demons are uh, part of the. You don't read a fucking book. To read, bring ghosts back. You got that? You got that? <laughs> form hitting? God damn. Give me some distortion. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. No. No. What an asshole. I, I, love the, I do this. love the Frighteners. All right. So one more head of my honorable mentions before I get to number one here. Um, and you're going to have to help me with this one, Jeff, because you're the one that introduced the movie to me. Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters was great. Even the sequel was good. That's I, what, I don't think I've seen the sequel. Well, the sequel... You remember how the ending was like the guy... That's why I said you gotta help me out. Because I've seen right. it once, but... Uh, the, all right. uh, Grave Encounters, it, it plays out like a... Um, you said you only saw the first one once? Yeah. Or, okay. Well, and the reason I mentioned this movie is because it's, it's different from the other ones as it's it's more of like a, a reality TV yeah. documentary. Oh, yeah. uh, Blair Witch meets reality yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that's why I wanted to talk about this. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like dude. Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's essentially what, what spawned yeah. uh, Grave Encounters. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, it's whole, the whole night vision thing, mm-hmm. thing yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where all that spawned out from, or at least that's from... From what I know of it, all spawned out from that movie. It was it was pandas like a it was a B movie, wasn't it? Because yeah, it, yeah because it, it had a very not a big, not very a big release or anything. But it ended no. up being a sleeper hit. I mean, the only thing you got to kind of give into is that some of the visual effects were like the big eyes getting big right. and stuff like that. Yeah, but that and the uh, but it still helped with the the overall the, scares. the, the yeah. vibe and the atmosphere, the environment of the, totally. the the movie itself. And I liked the way the ending was, and it made a perfect sequel. Yeah. They, they actually did a very the good sequel, sequel didn't feel as like it was still the sequel still followed the same same like formula but it wasn't until the end that it it deviated uh because it became, they, own? It, it became it didn't like it still followed that same formula of like oh this is a this is a reality tv show these are the tapes yada 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 but whenever it gets to, i think it's that last like i want to say quarter of the film it it no longer it doesn't it's no longer a uh a uh, found footage it actually becomes like i think if i'm not mistaken it ends up becoming like an actual like filmed movie scene because it's not someone holding the camera mm-hmm. anymore kind of sort of the ghost end up handling the camera what's weird is at the end the guy gets trapped in this labyrinth in the weird mm-hmm. uh sewer like cellar and what they do is they stumble on the sequel they stumble to the guy that's lost in the cellar mm-hmm. and the guy's been like eating rats and stuff and for him it's been like 18 like months yeah. but for everybody else it's like we just you know 
He just oh okay yeah so, so a little twist so it's like a yeah. weird time twist or yeah. stuff like that. But they show more of the creatures okay. in part two, which is really cool. But part one is just a great yeah great great flick to because it starts off grounded. Very grounded, and then then slowly yeah. starts you start seeing different yeah. things. Camera on this level shows this. Camera on, yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, that oh. one was really good. That one was one of my favorites. Um, I wanted to mention this movie, but then I re- I revisited it, and it's like no. <laughs> oh. Um, House on Haunted Hill. Um, going back and watching, I was hoping there was more like ghost stuff in it, but yeah. it really wasn't. There was. So the stuff that was in there was was good, but it wasn't a whole lot. Like you saw, like there's some you saw some video cameras, mm-hmm. and you see him like on on walking and all, like you saw Twitchy and stuff. Um, but it, again, we're back in the mid or late '90s when the CGI wasn't really good, oh, yeah. and, it, and the whole mm-hmm. climax is the big ghost Chris uh, Kattan yeah. pulling the fucking oh, pulling the rope. It's got Chris Kattan in the movie, and I can't I can't justify yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I just want to just touch on that for a second, unless y'all had something else. The Innkeepers by Ty West. A great okay. movie. Is it? Because yeah. I just watched <laughs> I just The ending I, has the ghost. The, gen, yes. the ending has the ghost. What but you, but getting here? there, but getting to that point. Is it a ghost movie? Uh, kinda. What about we are Dude, you're like here. 40 minutes movie. in. No, you're like an hour and something in. No, you're like 40 minutes in. You have like piano keys moving. That's it. That's it. And then there was one cool shot of like the head behind, like the, the girl, like right the there. woman. Yeah. And that looked cool as fuck. And that's why I wanted to, I was yeah. going to mention Innkeepers in this, but the movie's uh, drags. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Innkeepers does drag a good bit. You don't get. All right. All right. You then don't the, get then to trump yeah. that, then 1408 with oh, John Cusack and go. Samuel Jackson. There you go. That From is the very a, beginning. A you're very like, classic shitty movie. Thank you. God, that movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> no matter what ending you get, it's like a fucking. I love it. I need movie. to go back and read it. It actually was pretty good. I just I hated it the first few times uh, I watched it. Um, but what about Lady in White back in the 80s? That's why I have on my list fucking too. Scary yeah, ass that's play. a good one. Because that's just a creep factor all the yeah, way. That's through. creepy. Is that, it more creepy in the fact in the sense that you don't see anything, a, or do you actually it's actually the revisiting of that ghost? That's what's creepy about it. It's like the lady coming to there looking for her daughter. Oh yeah, and then you also have well, that's the, the urban legend, isn't it? The, is that is it based yeah. on the urban legend of the white lady in white? Yeah, it's based on the legend, but it's yeah. actually the boy experiences when he's locked yeah. in that fucking coat closet oh, over that room that when he's oh, locked up. Forget that's it. why it's terrifying. It's, it's like God. Freaky. So when okay, so you see the lady. Oh yeah. Okay. It's so like, is yeah. she? Is, what does she look like? Is she? She's an it's old like woman. The, it's like the librarian from Ghostbusters throughout the film. Oh, <laughs> it's like a mixture. of If you took the librarian from Ghostbusters and you took the fucking Zelda from Pet Cemetery and smashed them oh, together, yeah, you're terrified though. Oh God. When I was like eight, seven or eight, I watched that and I was just like, I will never go in the cloak coat closet ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like never. And and the new one gets stuck in there overnight. Oh, during, yeah. That, was, a, that was thunderstorm and rainstorm. Horrifying. Oh fuck no. And since it was a kid, it was like even yeah, next no, level. Like, mm. no, no thanks. Uh the new ones I, I said were on Shutter. We've talked about them in, in uh, some Deep in the Heart Texas episodes was uh Terrified. Terrified mm. is on Shutter. It's the ghost movie I would kind of recommend to anybody because it's very paranormal and it's very multi it's it's multi-dimensional but also ghost layered. Mm-hmm. So it's the very one I'd put on somebody's radar. And Satan's Slave is also on shutters. It's like it's the Indonesian conjuring. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like yeah, that one is if you ever get your hands on a shutter account, it's that one's definitely something to watch. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I I, I would recommend that one. And then also recently uh, Ghost Stories. Mm-hmm. Which is with yeah you just, you just, you you uh, point that in my direction I did we, we did watch it um, it has some good anthology yeah, stories yeah. I know it's more of a bigger scope kind of idea mm-hmm. but the stories in itself are fun yeah I'll give you that yeah. uh, that's pretty much it and then if we can just take a moment to talk about Patrick Swayze and Ghost nobody puts baby in a corner my number one Insidious. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say. And I was actually going back and forth between Insidious and Conjuring. Um, but when revisiting both of these films for for creepiness factor, environmental, and just ghosts, just in general, I think Insidious knocked it out of the park. I think so. A little bit more because Conjuring, as good as it is, is more um, classic in its in its delivery. Mm-hmm. Where Insidious just hits you in the face. Yeah, Insidious really just like slaps you in the face, especially with that lipstick demon. Oh no! Um, But like the lead up with everything else, though, all those fucking ghosts. Hell, just the scene with the fucking gas mask. Yeah, was the idea of the Nether. Yeah, they call it. Yeah, that was awesome. Just and it's just the creep factor all together. Just it all comes together. Not not only just the like. 
the visuals when he's in that in the nether in that the the lantern and the lantern fog. and then the, the the ghost with the shotgun the chick with the shotgun oh, yeah. Um, yeah. she's just smiling in the violin right there yeah. all at the same time and I'm getting goosebumps just, just yeah. think about this man um but yeah Insidious as far for what it is it was the first time Blumhouse and James Wan and Leigh Wanell all of them came together right. and yeah. it was just a and yeah. the uh just when they would just tease you with when the baby's crying and she goes up to the room and there's a shot of him behind walking the, the outside yeah, yeah just different things like that man and it's just the creep factor and just oh, the man. um just everything about it is just it's just crazy yeah that one that one had the tiny tim tune to it and it just it just had those creep out moments with like you were saying with the fucking baby and the, the guy Darth walking Maul. outside yeah. and yeah again the d- lipstick demon like my only problem that I have with that movie, though, was the full body reveal of the lipstick demon, because hmm. it just seemed so out of place, or at least to me, it felt like out a of place. minotaur. Yeah, kind of like a minotaur. And just, well, because we're not used to seeing it, we're not used to seeing a, just a full body ghost. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, we're not it wasn't gonna, so much as like everything. it's not like it wasn't that. It's just the design of them looked weird. I like, got them all. It, like yeah. Darth Maul upper body, goat bottom half, fucking fingernails that look like they belonged on Freddy Krueger, and he a was like, forked tongue. Like he wandered off the set of like a Tenacious D fucking album exactly. cover show. Yeah, it, it looked like you. It looked like you wandered off of the off the set of uh, Pick a Destiny into this movie, and they're like, whoever put this guy in costume, put him put him as the lipstick demon. So, but and it's, saying all that, dude, you tell me that one that that first that scene oh, where he like oh, pops yeah, no, up right behind him, dude. Yeah, that was, that that was, was awesome. Shot. Like all the shots like leading up to him mm. were amazing. Yeah, but it was that last like full body shot that took me out of every it. shot. Like even when he's in the corner, he just points to the boy. Yeah, it's yeah. like all that, that shit where she's sketching him in the corner. Yeah. It's like, dude, those. Yeah, all that was great. It's just. That last, like, the reveal minutes. of inside the room, and he's yeah, in the red room, and he's yeah. up there. He's he's playing Tiny Tim again, and the camera comes to comes to the father and son, and it comes back to him. And he's looking at yeah. him through the window. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this. He's he's getting ready for his Marilyn Manson concert. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. I think yeah. plus it looked like he had like a weird hairdo's type thing. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just. Uh, everything else yeah. on him, look, like everything else leading up to remember him was great. Remember the mud vein or something. Yeah. And, it, and it's going back to um, the music aspect as well. Just the violin, just the just the chord of a violin being strong, you know, mm-hmm. just. Oh, the, the insidious one. That insidious yeah. music came out. It was like, you're in for a treat. Lay one L and them hit something smart when they hit the uh, the boy being haunted, even not the, the house. Even the mm-hmm. when the, the title screen for insidious, doosh, it yeah. like hits you right there. Yeah. yeah the music that's yeah. just high screaming fucking violin noise that was beautiful yeah that was very rem- reminiscent of what they ended up throwing away for the original exorcist uh oh really uh yeah. score before william freaking <clears throat> went with the uh kind of tubular bells yeah mm-hmm. when he started doing peace music and stuff like that the original score was like very frantic and like that high strings for, throwing you off constantly maybe i'm yeah. wrong on this and you could you'll you can correct me if i'm wrong on this but the uh, the intro of that and when the Insidious logo pops up and the the music's playing, it reminded me of some some classic Italian horror oh, yeah. uh, films. And maybe that's what they're going for. But that's to me, that's it. I, I'm instantly reminded of of those. Definitely. And what was also interesting is the guy who composed all that music, uh, Joseph Biafra or something like that. Uh, he played the Lipstick Demon and he played. Uh, the demon and conjuring uh part one um oh, okay i forget her name Bathsheba. Um, Bathsheba. yeah that's it yeah, yeah um the, so, uh, he, the witch. so that was the male composer playing both characters wow mm-hmm. so yeah. i was like wow um and i i guess i can include insidious chapter two i'm not a fan of Definitely. three or four but chapter two is a direct oh, sequel and ties it ties right into part one perfectly I didn't. I didn't care for part three, and then the part four just didn't do anything for me, which is a shame because I really like part one and part two. It's mm. like, okay, well they're veering off from what it originally was. Yeah. Now this is gonna be a thing, but I guess they're. I guess they're done with the franchise now. They're just. I don't know because the way part four ends, it leaves it to be believed that yeah, it I could wanna... be the uh, the granddaughter. Part part two is the one that gives you all the idea of like what the old woman ghost was. Yeah. Okay. And all that okay. story. So yeah, that that one I remember. Three, I don't really remember all that well. Three was how so. she met the uh, Specs and mm-hmm. uh, the other dude. 
uh, that's how they became like a team. Like they were already a, a separate ghost hunting entity mm-hmm. and then they met her and then they became a bigger thing. And then part four tags into more of them working as a team finally. And they do a, a case that reconnects uh, Lynn Shay to like kind of her origin story with her father, okay. which was interesting. But uh, yeah, they really never take that right step that would mm-hmm. get you back into what happens at the aftermath of part two. Yeah. I just, um, one. I think both, both films and, and for a while I would get them mixed up. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. some, some of the visuals, like some of this, this jump scares and stuff I would get, was that in, in uh, insidious or in conjuring? Yeah. But uh, both of them, I mean, James Wan, Blumhouse, all that, I mean, it's knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. So I, Ralph, you, you're a huge conjuring fan. What about insidious? Are you just as big as them on that? Um, insidious again, like I said, I enjoyed it. I, I, like I really enjoyed insidious up until that last little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, yeah, it's a really good movie. I don't, would I hold it over conjuring? Probably. No, I wouldn't. I, I I actually hold Conjuring. Above I them. honestly I do too, and mm-hmm. the reason and I said that's why I, I picked Insidious as number one just for this particular list. Yeah. At the time I was making this list, I was really going for what's this? What's the creepiest, scare, you know, yeah. scariest? Obviously, I, I diverted from my own oh, list, yeah. but but my number one and two maintained it was always going to be Insidious and, and Conjuring. Yeah, gotcha. and um, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, and like Nate was kind of going mm-hmm. about like the demon and ghost on so forth. The Bathsheba was an actual witch right. in, in history, you know? Right. And I think that's what kind of, what makes to me gives conjuring that edge that it's based off of a real life story. Now, how much of it is true? I have no idea. I didn't read the books, but he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've always conjuring is always one of my, one of my tops. Um, Sidious though was a really good movie to watch. Um, it was just a mind fuck when it came out. Man. Oh yeah, Jesus. it definitely was for the first insidious and sinister. I always got mixed up. Hmm. So yeah. I always mix those two up, but once I finally saw the second one, I was able to differentiate the two. Yeah, that was a problem. I think I watched all of those at the same time, like Oculus, Sinister, Insidious, and I ended up just not really giving a fuck about any of them. Well, because I think I think Sinister and Insidious came out almost about the same time, oh, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and like within a month, maybe a month year or so later. Apart. Close, yeah, right? I I you know, um I didn't care for Oculus when it first came out, but. I don't think um, a lot of people during did. the whole haunting of Hill House, uh, Jesus Christ, full circle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike Flanagan, who did Mike Flanagan, who did Oculus. Yeah, I said, well, let me go back. Maybe there's something to this film that I missed the first time. And I watched it. I was like, not really, because <laughs> yeah. it's. I, I wanted to be a good ghost flick, and it's not really not a ghost. It's about the mirror. Like yes, the, mirror, the mirror, the mirror is doing everything. So it's like, eh. And it was a throwaway film. For yeah, me. Oculus yeah. was kind of like, yeah. Well, yeah. out, of, out of those, the one that stuck out the most to me, but had just the worst ending, was Sinister. Like, it stood out. Now that I go back and look at it, obviously, the uh, Insidious, uh, you know, holds a little bit I kind of like, uh, uh, the thing I like about Sinister is, uh, I believe the ending, no one wins. Like, the Bagul, he gets all the kids, right? Yeah, yeah but I hate that pop-out scare where he's all, Oh, oh yeah, I so forgot about lame. that. Yeah, that is lame. Yeah. It was such okay. a good That counters movie. what I just said. Yeah, it was such a good movie <laughs> leading up to some really shitty, scary cheese. Yeah, it did. I, I need to correct myself. Insidious was 2010, Sinister was 2012, so they didn't come out the same time. <laughs> I, I need to correct like myself. Maybe it came out with another film that you're thinking of. Probably. Well, I, I think I saw like all of them in 2015. Like mm-hmm. that's when I started. Like I think it was after Conjuring. I was like, okay, I'm gonna check out these other ones. And yeah, yeah, no. Jeff, what goes. about um, Dead Silence? I love it. That's James Wan. Yeah, Holy shit. Is and, it, and that's why I'm thinking about that is because we're talking about James. Great movie, but that's bad not ending. A, yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's in the same vein of like Tooth Fairy and Darkness Falls and stuff like that. It was just a fun story. But wasn't yeah. that also wasn't that also a film that James Wan was forced to have to do? If I'm not mistaken, it we like after they did he was, Saw, like, actually obligated or something. After they did Saw, they were just pitching fucking ideas, yeah. and for some reason, somebody bought Dead Silence, and they're like, "Fuck, we gotta make this." And they're like, "Lay one else had to set up the typewriter and typed it out." Well, then like, he yeah. say he absolutely hated cigarette smokers and then he became a cigarette smoker during writing like this less than a month to write it yep. yeah and it was just like hey you bite the hand that feeds you know that feeds mm. she she needs her own spinoff because she is fucking wonderful yeah that's like, a great idea what's her name mary uh mary shelley mary shelley frankenstein <laughs> yes god i wish i had that. wait who are you talking who, who needs a spinoff the, uh, the bad dead chick silence. in dead silence oh, okay. yeah, oh she's um, fucking creepy as all shit, hell yeah. what was her name she it was the puppeteer in dead mary silence. something Jim um, Henson, Mary Kate, and Ashley. <laughs> Jeff, quit ra- naming random things that you know. <laughs> uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. No, nah, it was uh, Mary Shaw. Okay, yeah. so he's close. It's all of it. I'll give you that. Jeff. It's all of it. Take some of those letters out of each of those. Blanket, comforter, Shaw. <laughs> so 
Nice little crossover episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for that wonderful addition to that. <laughs> so for... Uh, Is that when it's coming out, Christmas? <laughs> what, what are you, a monthly podcast? I, uh, sometimes, depends. <laughs> depends on the month. <laughs> Uh, thanks again, everybody, for showing up for another episode of Deep in the Heart of Texas. This is Jeff. This is Nathan. And this is Ralph. And from Pop Culture Rewind, this is Travis. Keep it scary. About a ghost from a wishing well In a castle dark Or a fortress strong With chains upon my feet You know that ghost is me And I will never be set free as long as I'm a ghost you can't see Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. Scary.